Hey family, this is Emma Tautolo and we are back on Redemption Tempe's podcast where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. And so we're uh, here, I'm here today with my girl Liz. We are co-hosting today. What's up, Emma? Shout out Liz. This is one of my, we have not known each other long, you guys, but we, she is definitely like one of my besties here now, I feel like. Um, Liz, tell them about yourself a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, I am a ministry resident here at Redemption Tempe. also serve on some of the Sunday service teams through prayer and ushering. And I can't wait for what we have in store. Yes. And she leads Young Lives in Tempe. So she works with um, teen parents and she is dope. I'm also a ministry resident here at Redemption Tempe with Liz. And I work with college athletes at ASU. Um, with an organization called Athletes in Action. And our guest today is another one of these amazing people that I have not known long, but um, have loved getting to know. And she's just become a dear friend who were like, yes, she's dope. We need to be around her more. Um, And her name is Holly Butler. Holly, can you introduce yourself? Hey, yep, I'm Holly. And I've lived in Arizona now since July, so not even a year, but I love it here. And I've been privileged and honored to teach on things of the Holy Spirit, uh, listening prayer, gifts of the Spirit, those kind of things. Yes. And uh, I've been in one of your cohorts. She has actually, she's come and worked with our student leaders with some gifts of the Spirit. And so, just been a real gift to our community, even in such a short time. And another thing that's really unique and fun about today, at least for us, is that it's a it's a chick click today, guys. <laughs> Where my ladies at? Where my ladies at? So it is. <laughs> it's an all female podcast today. So um, if you're listening. Woo, we're here for it. Welcome. Uh, so Liz, uh, we're going through, so we're going through our series at Redemption Tempe through uh, Loved Walked Among Us. And so we're on chapter 14. Uh, the title of the chapter is Saying Yes to Gentle Intrusions. And so Liz, can you give us sort of an intro? Like what was this chapter about? What is he talking about with gentle intrusions? Yes, I can. And you know what? It's only fitting that we're all ladies because the story today that Paul Miller is talking about in his book is about a woman who's been bleeding for 12 years. And uh, we see this synagogue leader that comes up to Jesus and he's like, hey, Jesus, my daughter is dying. You need to come. And so in the middle of this crowd, they start heading over to Jairus's house. And this woman who's been bleeding reaches out, touches Jesus's cloak and is instantly healed. And Jesus, even though he was being pushed around by the crowd, there's tons of people touching him, pauses the emergency to stop because of this gentle intrusion from this woman and look at her and address her in between uh, what could be a very, uh, you know, emergency situation for Jairus, like, hey, you got to get to my daughter. She's dying and chooses to see her. And we continue to see this theme that love goes towards people. And what I love about this chapter also is... um, We've seen Jesus see people, uh, notice people, and then and address them, and then heal them. But this is a flipped script to that, where uh, the woman is healed, and then he addresses her, um, and it's just proof that Jesus is uh, a God who uh, wants to uh, love um, people and not just continue to move on in the day to day. And so Holly's going to have some yeah. good insight for us on this. Yeah, we were like, this is going to be Holly's jam. So we <laughs> recruited her. She was our number one recruit. So, um, yeah. So, Holly, the first thing we talked about just 
as we're talking about a gentle intrusion, which in honesty, our conversations before this were like intrusion. We don't even like that word, but what's, what's going on? Like, what are you, what is Jesus doing? Like, what do you see when you see this gentle intrusion of Jesus? Hmm. Yeah. I love this story for multiple reasons. Um, I think that first intrusion uh, for the woman to cut, to be so brave and to come up to him. And uh, I think in the scriptures, it says she tried all these doctors and spent all this money and then she hears about Jesus. So all the societal um, pressures against her and she's basically an outcast according to Jewish law and unclean and all this. And she's super brave and just goes and believes that she can even just touch him, that she'll be healed. That's huge. And then um, as Jesus turns to address her, I, I love also that she could have actually just kind of slunk off at that point and he was not going to let that happen. So um, the scriptures also say how she was trembling with fear. And Jesus was not going to let her get away without loving her. Like he was going to kind of make her receive that love from him and not just let her slink away. And I think I hear this all the time um, in people I talk to, how hard it is to receive love from Jesus. And... I imagine this woman was facing kind of a similar fear um, yeah, of, of just receiving that love. Yeah. I, uh, I was thinking the same thing. I think one of the, like, I just think when you've been bleeding for 12 years in that time, like the, what kind of an outcast you were, you were always ceremoniously unclean. No, like no one could touch you. You could never like participate in the things of worship because you were always ceremoniously unclean and it was completely out of your control. Um, and yet Jesus took this woman who probably hasn't been seen, like anyone really seen her in that long. And he put all the attention on her, mm-hmm. like all the attention um, focused on her um, to, for her to have this encounter with love that like this intrusion on Jesus. And he's like, you, yeah, exactly what you said that I'm going to, I'm going to encounter love. Um, go, what and, you say, and, it, and it, it's so beautiful because I'm just like trying to picture what it was like, right? Like Jesus is walking with this massive crowd and I can picture this woman. She's sitting outside of Jairus's synagogue where she hasn't been welcome. And she's like, okay, three, two, one, I'm just going to sprint through this crowd and everybody I touch on the way through this is going to be unclean and not be able to go into the synagogue after I touch them for at least a day. But this is all I got. And then Jesus stops and calls her daughter, like welcomes her into the family. And I don't know about you ladies, but like even at moments in my life where I feel like God just been like, Liz, like you're my daughter, go in peace. Like there's been so many times where I've had to like run to the Lord in desperation and have felt that relief from him. And I know Holly, like your story is really beautiful in that way. I was hoping that maybe you would share a moment where you felt like God spoke over you, like daughter, like go in peace, you're healed, like, and felt that release from the Lord. Oh yeah. A personal story. Well, when I was 25, I decided I was going to follow Jesus. And it was actually during a week that I had a really bad flu that kept me at home from work for like five days. And it was in that period of time that I really just surrendered everything. And I was like, I, my life has to be different. Like something has to be different. And 
I felt like God's love wash over me in such a powerful way. And I can't pinpoint like the, the timing of it, but I had suffered from panic attacks every single day for a long time probably at least a year. And in that week, I stopped having those panic attacks and they never came back. Oh I've never gosh, had one Jesus. ever again. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I did not ask him for that. I just was willing to receive it and it blew my mind. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Holly. Jesus is just good, gives good gifts um, to heal you. And um, so thinking about that, um, how do you, How do, sometimes I think, we either are prompted to maybe gently intrude on someone else, um, but maybe we also might be called to not intrude, to wait, that maybe it's not the right timing. So how do we, can you talk about some of the discernment process of how do you know, like, when is it the right time? Obviously we have to partner with the spirit of God in that, but can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that can be so tricky and for sure is a, a growing process and a skill that's acquired over actually asking the Holy Spirit, help me, you know, fill me with your spirit, help me discern these different situations that I encounter in my day. And I would say often what it looks like for me is just sometimes someone's name will drop into my mind and I'm like, oh, why am I thinking about that person? Maybe I need to call them or text them something encouraging. And then more often than not, um, it was either the right thing to say or it kind of opens up a bigger floodgate of like another conversation that's, you know, they're having some kind of problem or something that they need prayer for and I can pray with them, something like that. Um, sometimes I actually, I wish I could remember where I, I just heard this story of a man who was going to visit someone, his friend in the hospital who had a terminal illness. And he was thinking, I'm going to go in and do some healing prayer for my friend. But he felt the prompting of the spirit say, no, just go sit with your friend. Like, don't pray for him. He just needs a friend right now. And that that was like kind of a hard thing for him to sit with. But he went in and visited with his friend. And at the end of the visit, his friend was like, man, I'm so thankful that you just came in here to like sit with me and talk with me. I've had all these people coming in to pray healing over me. And all I want to do is go home and be with Jesus right now. And that takes some like serious discernment to stop your own plans. Kind of like what Jesus did here. He was in an emergency situation, right? Like on his way to someone who was actually dying. And he took the time to listen to the spirit and stop and do this other thing and then, you know, continue on. So, yeah, that's so good. Liz, what's, Liz, I know you have tons of stories because Liz has been overseas, been in Africa, does a ton of work locally now here. Like Liz, how have you seen like gentle intrusions in your everyday life, in the people that you get to work with and do life with? Yeah, well, on the same, you know, storyline as discerning, I think that was such an important lesson that I learned as I started developing, you know, my prayer life. Um, I just started hearing things from the Lord or feeling impressions on my heart. And I'm like, wow, wow, what do I do with these things that I had a leader in my life say, Liz, like you got to pray for release. Like if you're supposed to release it or if it's just supposed to be something that's brought to my throne or to God's throne. And so, um, there was actually one time specifically when I was living in Kenya with a team of 13 other people and we were praying over a teammate, just asking God for words of encouragement for her. And I felt like God put on my heart that she was pregnant 
Mm. And I was like, oh, maybe she's like needing to birth something spiritual or like, you know, try to like take it yeah. to the next level. But it was like, no, like physically she's actually <laughs> pregnant. I remember freaking out a little bit. Like, I'm not going to put her on blast in front of all these people. Yeah. Um, and so I just like went before the Lord and I felt like as I was praying, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Hopefully the next day, you know. God will provide an opportunity for me to share like with her or something in the next morning. She actually came to me at breakfast and said, Hey, I had the craziest dream last night. God told me, you know, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and whoa. I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. And so we went to the hospital. And so I think like, you know, in the midst of like, okay, trying to discern like, okay, when or the timing or should I release this? Like God's always in the details and working it out in whatever way he wants to anyway. So take the pressure off yourself a little bit and know that God's going to be faithful to see you through it and complete, you know, the good work that he's started. So, yeah, yeah. man, that's sweet. Yeah, I knew you would have a story of a gentle intrusion of the spirit. But honestly, yeah, that she would approach you and the Lord, like in a really gentle way, is like she knows. And yeah, so it's really cool. So as we are going through this series and we're coming up on the Lenten season and just even uh, coinciding with each week as we're walking through Love Walked Among Us and what does that look like um, as we engage where we're at? Um, a question that I would have for you, Holly, is how can we continue to open ourselves up to gentle intrusions of God during the Lent season? Or what are those what are those intrusions maybe look like, like for us to be aware of, to sort of, I don't know, let our Holy Spirit antennas be up to be prepared for them? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. And I think the first thing is just to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us with more of his presence and his power so that we can become aware of his presence, which is right next to us and all around us all the time. It's like, we just need to tune into it. And, and so that we have the spiritual eyes to see what's going on around us, um, to see people, how God sees them and to see the activity of the spirit in our life and the lives of the people that we're interacting with um, every day. So that would be number one. And then as a practice, I think doing some listening prayer and incorporating that as a normal part of everyday life, um, believing that Jesus actually speaks to us today and that he wants to help us and he wants to talk to us about just the most mundane things even um, and opening ourselves up to receiving that from him. Yeah. Holly, just for maybe some of our listeners who aren't that familiar with the term listening prayer or they're like, huh, what is listening prayer? Can you maybe talk about that a little bit? What is that? Yeah, so that would be, like I said, believing that Jesus actually speaks to us today. And, and then just making space and time, being quiet and listening for the voice of God. So not always like talking at him with all of our requests and our, our problems and all our things. There's definitely, I do that every day for sure. But then also like, okay, Lord, like what do you want to say to me about these things? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of thought that it would be a great idea um, as Holly's talking about listening prayer and a, a way that we are, we open ourselves up to gentle intrusions from the Lord is listening prayer. So we thought we would do it on the podcast with you as you're listening. Maybe you're driving, maybe you're going to pick up kids. Um, and we just want to create a little space on this podcast to do some listening prayer. So Holly, can you lead us through a time of that? Yes. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Um, 
Yeah, Holy Spirit, I would ask that those who are listening right now would be able to enter into that quiet space so that they can hear your voice. Lord God, I ask now that you would bring to mind an area that we're having trouble receiving your gentle intrusion in, where we're having trouble receiving your love. So as that struggle is coming to mind, go ahead and make a confession to Jesus about this area that you're having trouble receiving from him. Maybe it's over a relationship or over finances. Just go ahead and tell him how you feel about this situation. And it's okay if you you can tell him that you don't trust him. He can handle it. So now after you have finished telling God what you're having trouble believing that he can do for you, go ahead and ask God what, what it is that he wants you to know about this situation. What is it that he wants you to receive from him? Now here, I would encourage you, if you can, if you're not driving, to open your hands and say out loud, I receive it. Tell God that you receive from him. And if you're able to right now, write, write it down so that you can't talk yourself out of it later. And spend some time thanking God for what he's shown you, for the ways that he wants to love you. And that's it. That's Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, you can do that every day. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yep. I feel like oftentimes we're just not comfortable with the blank, silent space. Uh-huh. Um, but we should be... What's so great about listening prayer is making the space and the time to to hear the voice of the Lord and yeah to encourage. So thanks, Holly, so much for doing that. Liz, mm-hmm. you got anything else for that the was, podcast? That was so good. So good. Thanks for joining us. This has been another Redemption Tempe podcast where we believe that all of life is all for Jesus. This is Emma, Liz, Holly, and we are checking out. Peace, peace, bye, out. guys. <laughs>